And welcome to another edition of Locked On Yankees. I'm your host, Larry Fleischer. I'll be hosting this this episode, and uh, we're going to delve into a very fun Yankee victory tonight. Uh, we'll get into that in a couple minutes. Just a little about me. Uh, longtime media guy who has been around the Yankees for over a decade, who has watched them a lot longer than that. And uh, I've written about them in various outlets over the years. And um, so I will take you through some of the particulars of tonight's thrilling 4 nothing victory. But before we delve into that and everything else that happened tonight, I'd like to remind you, if you would like to advertise on Locked on Yankees, you can email us at LockedOnNYY at gmail.com. That email address, again, is LockedOnNYY at gmail.com. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can download it via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, anything else that contains a podcast component that I didn't think of in this, in this moment. Anything else of that nature. We are on there. Leave us a rating. Tell us what you think, what you want to hear, anything else that's on your mind about the Yankees and, and this podcast. And now that we've gotten all those particulars out of the way, let's talk about this game. And uh, where to start, huh? This was a fun one. I'll c- confess I was not home t- to watch this game. I was tending another thing with some with a friend um uh, but i was but i was listening to it and um uh, i enjoy listening to the games on the radio on the mlb app or on the radio at home and i started listening in about the seventh inning no score yankees couldn't get anything off justin verlander and to show you how rare justin verlander justin verlander 14 k's no walks no runs this is he is so rare he is the only pitcher in Major League history to ever do that. And uh, we know that he has been tough against the Yankees. And um, so it was a thrill, frankly, to see him being taken out of the game for Ken Giles. Uh, Verlander was taken out of the game because he threw perhaps that is pitch limit, I would imagine. Uh, let's see. 105. Nah, maybe he could have gone a little further. I don't know. 105 pitches, 75 strikes. Maybe a start in the ninth, see what happens. But nonetheless, they didn't. And uh, frankly, the Yankees are better for it. <laughs> I mean, Justin Verlander was uh, really, the Yankees couldn't touch him. Let's be honest about it. Uh, of his pitches, he uh, mostly fulfilled four-seam fastballs, about 30 sliders, and... Uh, Occasional curveball with the fastball still averaging 96.1 and peaking at 98.7. But Ken Giles came in, and as we saw in the playoffs, Ken Giles uh, does have a tendency to uh, wilt at times, and tonight he did. He actually entered this game with a 1.80 ERA after. Uh, getting the save last night, and he promptly didn't go well for Mr. Giles, but it went great for the Yankees. Uh, we all know Gary Sanchez homered, uh, that was, and uh, 
It, that was really a tremendous straightaway center field. 423 feet. Uh, exit velocity at 109.2 for those of you who are concerned with those things. I'm not necessarily concerned. Those that just that that number actually fascinates me. I'm always fascinated by those how fast the ball leaves the bat. But before leading up to the Sanchez home run, we we I mean he comes in. Aaron Judge singles on a three three one count. Then Gregorius doubles. Stanton strikes out. You weren't necessarily rooting for that. Uh, you weren't hoping for you were hoping for more than that. But they visit the mound, discuss it, and uh, I don't know. First base is open. Uh, Aaron Hicks is on deck, and no disrespect to Aaron Hicks. I think you have to walk Sanchez in that spot. But hey, that's the Astros, and they will live with that, uh, not walking him. And Sanchez is really starting to uh, pick up the pace after hitting the home run. He's up to 214, which is not a great average. However, keep in mind, this is a guy who was 2 for 30, 2 for 36, I believe. Somewhere around that. I don't know the exact number. So this guy is, he's got 8 home runs and 27 RBIs. All this from a guy who has nuts, who really get into some bad, bad, bad luck in the first couple of minutes. First, excuse me, first couple of games of the season. And, uh... This was uh, a rare home run, to, nonetheless, uh, a week ago. Thanks to he, he, thanks to Katie Sharp who looked this up and uh, as on our Twitter page at KT Sharp. And he, she says before this year he had zero go ahead home runs in the ninth inning. Later, now he's got two, which is pretty impressive. Two in the span of a week. Uh, this one I don't know if I knew was going to happen. Uh, like like the last time I hosted when I when Sanchez hit the home run against Minnesota where I knew that was gonna happen so much to the point where I had that typed in and just had to fill in the location of where the ball was going and what pitch it was. I don't know if I'm gonna just go out on the limb and say I knew this was gonna happen. I probably would not have thought that. But the, Sanchez is now the first Yankee since at least 1925 to hit it two go-ahead home runs in the ninth inning or later in a span of six days. And before 1925, there really wasn't much data available. Uh, if you look at box scores, you can kind of figure it out. But there wasn't many home runs hit up in for many of those years. So this really is a rare feat by Gary Sanchez. And uh, it's just a great bout of resiliency by the Yankees. Um they had a nine-game losing streak. I mean, nine-game winning streak snapped last night with a two-one victory, two-one loss, which was tough to swallow because uh, Sonny Gray pitched so well. And this would have been tough to swallow. Uh, you know, you you hold your own against Justin Verlander, and you still can't win. So it was good to see this this happen from uh, Gary Sanchez and the rest of the Yankees. The Yankees added the other run off Aaron Hicks. When Aaron Hicks scored on a on a on a on a uh, wild pitch by Will Harris, with Tyler Austin batting, so uh, really phenomenal Yankee win. I uh, you can maybe make the argument best one of the year, and and a year where there's been a lot of 
really the last couple of weeks have been a lot of good good Yankees wins and you know the, these games are getting like playoff games I mean Yankees Yankees Astros and to the extent the Yankees Angels were like playoff games notwithstanding the uh, five run barrage on Saturday and to show you how much of the how much of the playoff feel this has I mean Ken Giles punches himself on the face as he as he walks off the mound so uh So, um, this was a uh, game that, not only this, and the Yankees really couldn't win here, um, including the four games in the ALCS, the four low, somewhat low-scoring games in the ALCS here. Yankees had dropped less seven in a row. This is actually the first time in seven games they scored more than once at the minute, which is a tribute to the, to the Astros pitching, which is really... Uh, Bolstered by the breaking balls of Charlie Morton and everything, the impact that Justin Verlander has had. So, uh, Yankees have a nice shot, nice shot tomorrow. Uh, Luis Severino, Dallas Keiko. Severino was 4 and 1, 2.61. Keiko, who the Yankees got to in the playoffs last year, somewhat. I'm not going to say they totally, totally, totally beat him, but they did enough. He's off to a rocky 1-4, 4 4.0 start. But all in all, it's just a great Yankee win. One of those, I think one of those, there are wins and seasons as we go that you look back on and you say, hey, this was special. I mean, yeah, you have your routine wins. I mean, yeah, I mean, some of those games against the Twins are fairly routine. 14-1, 8-3, 7-4, and then walk-off win. That's, that's, those are special. Ninth-inning wins are special. Just um, games that you always remember. To show you how tough this was, the Yankees got a pair of singles in the, in the second inning. Gregorius got a bunt single in the third. Next 16 batters were retired. And he struck out nine. And he, Verlander struck out 14 for the first time in over nearly five years, also against the Yankees. And in his last two starts against the Yankees, well, not in his last two, but he also, he's had two of his last three, he's had this kind of game. He struck out 13 in a complete game in game two. So this really is a tough, tough, hard-fought, hard-fought Yankee victory. Uh, one that you can really make a case of uh, really being incredibly fun. And uh, one that makes you really say, wow, I can't wait to the next game. I can't wait to the next game starts. I mean, that's I think that's how we feel about, about that. Um, Yankees have now won 10 of 11. But even going back to that... They've been on a nice little roll, starting with the game in Detroit, which they won. They they've won uh, thirteen of the last sixteen. So uh, I think five hundred is in the rearview mirror, and uh, and as I said in the when certain in your car window, objects that may appear closer than they seem, and that might be the case with the. Uh, Yankees coming up on the Red Sox, who shortly before I started recording this dropped a six seven four extra inning loss into the Kansas City Royals. They're now twenty one and eight 
and two games back. And um, so it's it's picking up. Business is picking up, as we say, and just in time for next week when the, when the Red Sox come to Yankee Stadium for the first time. And with all the excitement of the uh, home run that by Gary Sanchez and the ninth inning comeback and everything else and being able to outlast Justin Verlander, there is the degree of concern here with this game. Uh, Jordan Montgomery started and left after seven pitches. Uh, left elbow tightness and he's headed back to New York. And usually when you feel... Uh, Usually when you feel that and hear that, you kind of dread the worst. And, uh, and yeah, there's there's still some case of that until we, you know, we get an official MRI result released by the Yankees. But judging by some of the tweets from the beat writers, it doesn't seem like it's bad. I mean, I'm not ready to uh, say, whoa, the Yankees caught a break here. Montgomery caught a break, but it... Just doesn't seem as bad. Um, Brian Hope tweets, Aaron Boone says, Jordan Montgomery is in a pretty good frame of mind. Boone is hopeful the injury may not be significant. And when Montgomery talked to the beat writers, he said the tightness started bothering him about two days ago, which would be, I think would probably be one of his side sessions or throw days. He started on Thursday. And when his velocity was down in the first, he didn't want to take a chance. And, you know, hey, you can't blame the guy. I mean, you really can't. And um, it's so uh, Domingo German stepped in and pitched really well in this game. He uh, pitched four, four relief innings. And he would likely start, I mean, on uh, the next scheduled start for... Uh, Montgomery and it seems like I mean it's still too early to say because we won't know the MRI results until sometime tomorrow afternoon or tomorrow evening before the game but it seems like the Yankees dodged dodged something major here uh, let's certainly hope so because uh, Montgomery is just as important as a uh, and the other starters, and frankly, the Yankees don't have enough depth. I mean, Domingo Germán did a great job, and he would probably make that start on on Sunday. But in Triple A, the Triple A team um, is eleven and the Scranton Rail Riders are eleven and thirteen, and not really much depth there. Uh, Jordan Montgomery threw five pitches, seven five pitches, seven for strikes, and uh, in his velocity, he was. It was lacking, as he said, as noted, as I'm looking at the game day. He faced, he threw three pitches to George Springer, 89.6 fastball, 79.9 changeup, no fastball for the out, and then he threw to uh, an 88.7 fastball to Altuve. Montgomery is usually in the cup, is a, about 90 to 91. And then Korea was 88.85 fastball, 90.1, and 89.4. So, so I don't know whether it's anything we got to really worry about just yet. Uh, we're hoping that it's just one start, one or two starts. But uh, it looks like Domingo German is going to uh, get that start. 
on Sunday. And uh, frankly, you know, he he's done. He's had his moments. Uh, he pitched four innings, allowed four hits tonight. He's got a three point seven seven ERA, so he's certainly he's certainly up for it. Uh, he has started. He has started at times, and uh, frankly, the other options of who you would want to start that game really aren't appealing for numerous reasons. Um, Chase Adam, Chance Adams, who's the team's prospect, main prospect, is not on the forty-man roster, and uh, seems to have taken a step back in the early goings. Zero and two with a five point one one, and a yeah. Is five starts so far. Excuse me. Um, 24 hits, 24 two-thirds. Other guys who have made some starts are Dan Camarina, who has 0-1 with a 4.6.35. Brian, Ryan Bollinger, 4.0. So your options are David Hale, who the Yankees have just reacquired, made three starts down there. He's got a 5.52 ERA. And... Uh, Another guy, probably the most effective starter down there so far, is a guy named Josh Rogers, who's 2-2, two and 3.0, two, and 5. So, given that you'd have to make a move on the 40-man to get any of these guys on the team, and, um, you know, the, your, your best bet is probably to go with Domingo German for this, for this game. I mean, there's really little else you can do, and, uh, but... You know, let's just hope this is just a one-time, one or two-time thing through the rotation for the Yankees. We're now, um, we're now really in striking distance of the Red Sox. They are now 19 and 10. If they win tomorrow. They will become the third team in the American League to get 20 wins. The Astros are 20. The Red Sox are 21. And um, really, there's not much else you can say about this other than, wow. What a win by the Yankees. And, uh, however, if you would like to say anything to us about, uh, the Locked On Yankees podcast, you can email us at lockedonnyy at gmail.com. You can download us in Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. Leave us a rating, leave us a comment, tell us what you think, what you might want to hear, anything else of the matter. And if you know, if you would, would like to advertise on the show or on any of our podcasts or any on, the, on our website, LockedOnYankees.com, you can also email us at the aforementioned email address, LockedOnNYY at gmail.com. And I'm, and with that, with that, with, with that being said, You've been listening to another edition of Locked On Yankees. After a tremendous Yankees victory, I'm Larry Fleischer, and I've been your host for this session, and I thank you for listening.